Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapist or sex therapist, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. All right, anything we need to talk about before we start talking? I don't think so. Let's just do our thing. Let's just do our thing. All right. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journey. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we were going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Accidental Swingers Podcast. Welcome back. Yep. So we're not actually going to do an official episode today. We're doing more of a bring you up to speed. Catch up. Catch up with our crazy fucking lives. Yes. Right. So it's been a while since we put out episode 21. We are in the middle of editing episode 22. Mm-hmm. But it's still have a little bit to go with that. So we wanted, though, it's been a couple of weeks since we put out an episode. And we wanted to kind of fill everybody in on what's going on because... Everything totally turned upside down. <laughs> mm-hmm. From three weeks ago today, I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, like right around this time, yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Part of the, I think, for me personally, actually, in talking about what has happened for us for the last three weeks, I was kind of on the fence about do we, you know, do we talk about this on the mm-hmm. podcast? But I realized that part of what everybody likes about us is that we're real, and this is what's going on with us right now. So. You know, in two or three years, when somebody new stumbles on this podcast, they may not have to listen to this little catch-up piece because it's it's just talking about us and where we are right now today and not necessarily one of our stories or our sexy stories. Mm-hmm. So it made me feel like we should bring everybody up to speed. It's right. all you guys, all you listeners who enjoy hearing us and have followed along with us and know where we are in our journey in our lives. We're going to bring you in a little bit more on just this is kind of like the personal shit that's going on. <laughs> As if you could get much more personal with the fact about how many people you fuck. (laughs) But, okay, anyways. 
<laughs> so yeah, it's about three weeks ago that we did our last recording, right? I think it was four weeks ago, but the decision that we made oh, with yeah. respect to Naughty in New Orleans was three weeks ago right. tonight. That's right. Yes, yeah. it's Friday night. Yes, that was three weeks ago. Yeah. Gosh, was it that long? It feels like yesterday. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. you check. I see you checking I'm, your calendar, I but I'm almost certain. I'm calendar because, gosh, one, two, yeah, that would have been three weeks. I am the historian, babe. I know, I know. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So as you all know from listening to prior episodes, and in particular the last few episodes, we were so jazzed about going to Naughty Nolans for the first time since 2019 because Mm -hmm. we missed last year because of COVID. And we were just over the moon. Couldn't wait. We were going to teach classes with our Swinky Life project. Mm -hmm. And we were just incredibly excited to go. But in that week prior to prior to the Tuesday that we were going to leave, things started shifting for us mm-hmm. in terms of particularly the COVID-19 Delta variant that we started learning about. And, well, we knew about it. Well, but we started learning more about it. Right. And well, started, we've been tracking it. But. Yeah. And so for us, that really got us talking among just not, not just between Marina and myself, but also among Marina and me and Phoenix Fire and Crimson Dragonfly. Right. And we started talking about wow, what does this mean for us? And are we really comfortable going? Right. Right. And again, like I said, it wasn't that we were just learning about the Delta variant. We had been watching it for quite a while and quite a while and quite a while and still felt comfortable and confident that we were going to be okay Mm -hmm. with going anyways. Just it was starting to really ramp up. So right. three weeks ago was really when things started. Well, about four about four weeks ish ago mm-hmm. was when things started to really ramp up, and we were monitoring and really watching. And and you know, as you said, we talked long and hard. We kept saying, "Okay, we're still okay going. Everybody's mm-hmm. still okay going. All right, what's the worst case scenario? You know, if we end up not going to New Orleans, or what would be the worst case scenario that would make that would us prevent us from going? Yeah, yeah, that would that we would say, nope, that's our line in the sand, and now we're not going to cross right. over that line." Right. So as early as the Monday prior to our decision to not go, I had posted in our community a long post describing, you know, all the reasons why we were still going to go. Mm-hmm. In my fashion, I thought it through and I was very clear and concise and this is why we're going. But things changed in the interim days after that. In five days. And within five days. Yeah. And so so much so that on the following Saturday, I posted again mm-hmm. and said, I realized what I said five days ago, but here's where we are now. Right. Yeah. So uh, some of those things for us were... The fact that we knew we wanted to go to New Orleans to play. And if playing was not going to be an option, in other words, if we were at risk to play more so than what our normal risk tolerance would be at home playing, that would be something that we would watch. Then we said, well, we don't, you know, we really wanted to go and teach these classes. We love not in New Orleans. We just wanted to go and be there and be in the environment. We're like, well, even if we just go, we're in the environment and we stick to ourselves and not play, which we knew was probably never going to happen. But we had the um, hope in ourselves <laughs> that we would be able to do that. And we really said like even even if that happened, the four of us who have a, a, just a great time together were like, well, then we'll just go and it's a trip to New Orleans, you know? And so that would still be amazing. Even if we decided to take play off the table and just went, did our classes, hung out, met people, but still didn't cross that line, we would still have a really good time. And what would take away from that, we felt like the only thing that would really take away from that, if for some reason the city of New Orleans went into a mandated mask wearing or shut down, Mm -hmm. you know, or something was going to happen. And we were like, that would be the only thing that would really 
probably stop us from going because we felt like then the trip wouldn't even be like the quality of the trip itself. Like we could make lemons out of lemonade if we didn't play. But if the whole city was shutting down, that was going to be a whole nother story. And then that's basically what happened. Not that they shut down, but they instituted an indoor mask mandate Mm -hmm. for basically, which to our minds would have reduced for us the quality of the bar takeovers and of the other events and just being on Bourbon Street and all Going to restaurants. Right, going to restaurants and things like that. Now, within the venue itself, we were very comfortable with all of the protocols that Naughty Events had put into place. Mm -hmm. Extremely comfortable. And And this was the basis of the post that I just discussed earlier that in order to enter the event, you had to have a CDC vaccination card or a negative COVID test that was taken within 72 hours. And otherwise, you weren't going to be allowed in. Um, You would have a wristband if you were fully vaccinated. I was very comfortable and we were both very comfortable with, with the protocols that were put in place. Right. But that's within the event. Right. <clears throat> it's different going out onto Bourbon Street then and being with tens of thousands of other people in close proximity and not knowing who you're next to and also knowing that the vaccination rate in New Orleans hovered somewhere around, what, 40% or less? Than, less than yeah. 40. Yeah, it was like 38 or something. Like right. That. So these were some of the considerations that we started thinking about. Right. And then to really kind of tie it all up in a box and put a bow around it. The other piece of the puzzle was that we knew and we know that vaccination doesn't mean you don't get COVID. It is a prophylactic. It is a protected. It's a a somewhat of a barrier, but no barrier is 100% effective. And we knew that we would be exposed to COVID. We really felt like that was just kind of a, you know, how could you travel through an airport, be in a city, be in a hotel with a whole bunch of people. Be on a plane. Be on a plane, right. But we are, as Tristan said, we're, we're fully vaccinated. We're also avid mask wearers. And so that's our own personal choice and things. But the other piece of the puzzle is that if you guys have followed us on social media also, you know that my mother is recovering from knee surgery. And the knee surgery had been a couple weeks before New Orleans. And the very final piece of the puzzle, the kind of the last straw was when we realized that the Delta variant really was exploding. New Orleans was definitely a hot spot, although Florida is hotter than right. New Orleans at the time, but we didn't have to travel to get home because we live here. So, and we have our own safety measures in place mm-hmm. here. You know, so there was a lot to it. So my mom had had this surgery and I did not want to go someplace. You know, when it really became obvious, the tough piece for me was leaving, going to New Orleans, and then knowing full well I really would need to quarantine myself for 14 days, 10 to 14 days when I got back. Because even if I didn't have symptoms, that doesn't mean I don't have COVID. And I can take a COVID test, but it's only as good as whenever you take it. And so I could have waited, I think it's three or four days. Like, we looked at it. Mm -hmm. Like, I could go three or four days past exposure. But if I'd only gotten exposed on the last day, and you're never symptomatic, then could I even get a COVID test? Like, they they want you to have symptoms. So there was a lot of that kind of stuff. And again, as we were making the decisions. Well, and also our youngest son at that point had only had one of his two shots. Right. Yeah, he's a teenager. So, right. So he wasn't fully Mm -hmm. vaccinated either. And again, 
we had to then kind of take the mindset that if we go, we know we will be exposed. And then what does that risk? How does that carry over? Mm-hmm. And whether we were, we would have, or we would not have, or the many people that did go and didn't get exposed, we felt like that was the mindset we needed to have. Right. Because so take the worst case scenario and then figure out how you're going to work within it. And when things really started ramping up and those things became very obvious, And we knew there were a lot of people who had chosen not to be vaccinated that were also going to the event. So even though they have a negative COVID test, they too may be asymptomatic for a while because COVID does that. Mm -hmm. And so there was just all of that big kind of pile of shit Mm -hmm. that all started to come down. And as you said, I mean, Friday afternoon before we were leaving on Tuesday to actually we were leaving on Monday. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Friday afternoon, we were supposed to leave Monday. And we kept watching and watching. And late Friday afternoon, the city of New Orleans instituted that indoor mask mandate. Now, they did say that if you're at a bar and you're eating or drinking, you don't have to wear a mask. Well, that's, (laughs) (laughs) I know that's the most that what people are doing when they go to Naughty. They're either having sex or you're eating or drinking. So the idea was that if you're at Naughty, you don't have to wear a mask because you're always doing one of those things. And that's great for people who don't want to wear a mask and who are okay with their risk level. So if you people were wanting to go who didn't want to have to wear a mask, they were probably still okay because they were going to fall within those parameters. But when you're walking around the city or doing Mm -hmm. anything else, you had to wear a mask indoor or out. So yeah, so that was Friday afternoon, literally like 4.30. And we all four got together and started really talking about it. All right, what what does this look like? What does this mean for us? And to us, the line in the sand was if New Orleans did something, if the city of New Orleans did something to rein Mm -hmm. things back in, that that's when we would really take a second harder or a a millionth harder look at it because we've been looking at it, watching Mm -hmm. it. Because as mentioned, we were were comfortable with the protocols that Naughty Events Mm -hmm. had put in place within the Astor Hotel. Right. But that's within a confined space and that is controllable. Right. Not out in on Bourbon Street. Right. But the other thing too, and you have to take in human um, nature, is that so they do all those things and put all those protocols into place. But again, some people have their risk tolerances <laughs> are different. Right. And um, we're all in a really high risk group anyways. We've always felt that. Or we've always viewed ourselves that way. And that's why we've taken it all very, very seriously. Not only my mother is elderly, but my sister is a high risk with her health. And they both live nearby. And I see them often. And then, of course, our children. So for us, it wasn't just about us. Mm -hmm. It's about the other people in our family and our friends and work and things that we may accidentally expose. And so that's really what it came down to. So. So we decided not to go. It was an awful decision to it make. It was horrible, yeah. Because we were we've been looking forward to this for two years. Yeah. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. It was. Yep. And I had to call Bob Hannaford and tell him we weren't going and that we were canceling our classes. I did find someone to the Lunas, mm-hmm. um, John and Angelique, were, we were planning on meeting them. We were going to do a podcast together. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you, you saw all of that. You know, we had packed our goodie bags. We had classes that we had stuff to take and everything was ready to go. And uh, luckily, Angelique and John were able to step in, I think, at least fill one of our th- mm-hmm. three slots. So we were able to get something covered. But but yeah, we were heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we felt a lot of responsibility because we had committed to teach these classes mm-hmm. and because we had 
committed to our listeners that, yeah, we're going to have a, a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And we felt horrible about having to cancel all of those right. things. But that but, was a decision that was right for us. Right, right. And we were so excited about meeting people. I know. And we're so disappointed that we weren't able to. It still hurts. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. probably hear it in our voices. Yeah. I mean, this is not a happy. No. <laughs> you know, we're, no. We're, we're sad about everything, that how everything went down. Yeah. But and then I think we... It's okay to go into the kind of the rest of the shit that mm-hmm. happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> it's it one gets, of those. It gets better. Oh, or God. not. Or, or worse. Or, like, thank God we made that decision. So, yeah. this, is, this is one of those things. So, this turned into one of those times where you go, wow, thank God we didn't go. Because all the other shit that then happened in the next five, no, next week. It was one week. Mm-hmm was just insane. So when the four of us decided that we were not going to go, we said, all right, everybody had taken off time, cleared their schedules. Actually, everybody, you guys had all taken off 10 days from your jobs, basically, or seven to 10. I mean, it was, (laughs) this was a big deal. And so we were like, no one wants to go to work. That is depressed. We were so depressed and distraught. And we were like, well, what the fuck can we do? That keeps us safe, but we need to do something to make to for ourselves because mm-hmm. this was terrible. So we, um, in the fashion of the four of us, we kind of put our heads together and said, "Well, let's let's do this. What can we do that's something that's different and fun?" And and we'd talked about for um, gosh, for a couple of years actually since we all met each other about going up to the mountains in North Georgia, which is about a. 11, 10, 11 hour drive for us and spending some time in the mountains. So we thought, what the fuck? And we were able to find a cabin and we rented a cabin in the mountains in North mm-hmm. Georgia in um, Blue Ridge. So we decided we were supposed to have left. No, actually, you're right. We were supposed to fly out Tuesday, I think, at the when we were going to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, we decided to leave Monday night, drive part of the way, spend the night on the road and then get up, be able to get up to the mountains at a decent time on Tuesday, which was when our official Naughty in New Orleans would have started. So we decided, what the hell? We rented a car. We rented a cabin because <laughs> we had to take a bunch of shit for four people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of our cars are big enough for four adults and all of our shit. And the bar. <laughs> and the bar, yeah. <laughs> we had to back up the bar. Which which grew exponentially as the weekend <laughs> progressed and we became more and more distraught over not going to New Orleans. It did. Yeah. It did. So we totally had to unpack our bags, which was awful, and then repack our bags with, you know, hiking and... Not and, nearly as sexy stuff. No, like... <laughs> You know, Crimson Dragonfly and I were like, that is it. That's the last time we ever pack beforehand because we were both, I was almost completely packed. I think she was completely packed. We've never packed that far in advance, but we had to do that so we could weigh our bags so that we could Mm -hmm. see how much, you know, what we had to take with us on the airplane for our supplies for our classes. So there was a whole bunch of crazy shit. So we had, had to unpack our bags, repack our bags, and off we go up to Georgia. And we left on, like I said, Monday night. So, Tuesday, we get up to the mountains, and we're pulling in to, we're getting off the highway, and Phoenix has not been feeling well. He had mentioned it Monday night that he just felt kind of blech, and a little bit, I think he had upset stomach or whatever, but we are all had been running for days and drank ourselves out of our misery on Friday night before we decided to go you know, to the mountains on Saturday. So, it was a very fast pace, and we just all were like, yeah, we're just exhausted. So on Tuesday, when he wasn't feeling any better, we were like, okay, like, how are you not feeling? And he was having flu-like symptoms as the day progressed. But he'd been taking like Tylenol and ibuprofen and wasn't feeling terrible. But when that, as soon as it started to wear off, he was not feeling good. And we were like, fuck, 
you know, and he's like, I might have COVID. We didn't know because that's the those se- are the symptoms. Yeah, yeah are these flu like symptoms? So we literally didn't even make it to the cabin before we went to the urgent care center to get him an appointment <laughs> to do a COVID rapid test. So he had gotten a thermometer and he had a, he had a small fever. And we were like, fuck. And we're like, we've all been in a car, in a hotel room together. We're all exposed. You know, we all have it at this point in time, but let's just, you know, see what it says. So we're like, whatever. Then we, he had to wait for a couple hours for the appointment time. So we went, unpacked everything in the cabin. He and I drove back into town, got him his COVID test. And they did the rapid test. And so 20, 30 minutes later, whatever it was, it was negative. And he didn't have COVID. But the doctor said that they were going to go ahead and send it off to the lab for the full test because maybe it was too early. Like he had just gotten mm-hmm. symptoms. So maybe it was a little bit too early to tell. So that was on Tuesday. They were expecting his results on Wednesday or Thursday, I think it was. It was 24 or 48 hours mm-hmm. or something. So we weren't completely out of the woods, but we were feeling pretty good that the test was negative. Right. And But we still were like, well, we would wear our masks out anyways. You know, we're... We're in the grocery store and things like that. So, and then the more we talked about him, and the more we all talked, and his other symptoms started to show up. Oh, and they also tested him for flu, and he did not have the flu. We realized he had something else going on, and he had basically a kind of a bacterial infection that had nothing to do at all with COVID or the flu, but the symptoms are mirrored, yeah, mirror flu. So we were like. And he he still is, hasn't recovered from that. He's still battling this bacterial infection, which you can't see. You didn't. He didn't know. You know, it was just one of those things. And so we were like, well, thank God we didn't go to New Orleans because we all would have thought he had COVID. Right. And he wouldn't have tested negative um, if they did a temperature check because he was running a fever. So we're like, we would have gotten there, and they wouldn't have let us in the hotel. Or mm-hmm. or who knows what worse, you know, it would have been a day or whatever. Or And even if he did test negative, he felt like shit. It was awful. He felt yeah. physically so horrible. Just no energy, you know, just awful. So we were like, well, that, that was actually not a bad thing then because mm-hmm. none of this showed up until... Yeah, we were on the road. We were on the road. So we would never have known. Yeah. And the other piece of it is I had to work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mm-hmm. of our vacation because I don't have the luxury of just getting time off. I have responsibilities that can't be delegated. And so it just happened that this was a busy time. In past summers when I've gone to Naughty in New Orleans, I've been able to push things off. Not so much this time. Right. And so I worked about as much as I would have worked had I been home. So thank God. Yeah. Also. Because I would have been so fucking pissed. Right. <laughs> like right. been sitting in the hotel room at the Astor with my laptop. Yeah. And stuff that you had to get done. There was yeah, there, no, there, there was this no, was not, yeah. 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 There was you no way I could push it off. call on one day when, yeah. when so, so. And I, li- and I lined up back up. And, right. I, and on my out of office, I, I diverted people to my assistant, who was then to divert people to other people. But these were things that just that only I could do right. that came up. And so it just is what it is. Right. So we were like another thing. Okay, well, that's not so such a bad thing then. Yeah. Because what we were able to do was Tristan would work and Crimson and Phoenix and I would go and do something. Phoenix would feel really great for like a four to five hour window. <laughs> And after he would have all his ibuprofen and medication and everything. And so we would do something in the afternoon while Tristan would work and then come back. And like the three of us went horseback riding, which you didn't want to do anyways, because it was mountain horseback riding. It was really, really Terrifying fun. Terrifying as fuck. <laughs> it was really fun. It was awesome. And Horses so- <laughs> and 
heights. <laughs> no, thank you. It was awesome. Actually, I suggested, you know, I, I said I, I have this this conference call that's probably going to go two hours. And then after this conference call, I know I'm going to have at least four hours of work right. to do in response to this conference call. So why don't you guys go and do that terrifying thing you want to do? Horseback riding. Yes. It's not like we were jumping out of a plane. But you were on perilous <laughs> cliffs that dropped precipitously into ravines and things. Well, it was really funny. We were there. It was, I think <laughs> or at least was that's about, the way I imagined there it. There was like seven of us on this trail. It was like four or five kids and the three of us adults. <laughs> Tristan's not even there. And then the, the trail leader. And the trail leader starts to give instructions. And she's talking about how you have to control these horses. And I'm thinking Tristan would not have made it through the introductory speech about what you have to do if your horse turns around and goes the other way or whatever. And I'm like, oh, hell no. And then (laughs) we got maybe five minutes into the ride where she stopped and said something about, well, we're going to be doing this. And when you're going downhill, make sure you lean back. When you're going uphill, you lean forward to help the horse. And, And it was really sloppy and messy and raining. And I looked over and I was thinking, oh, if we hadn't lost him at the introduction, <laughs> he'd have been gone. And at one yeah. point, like 10 or 15 minutes later, Crimson Dragonfly says, do you think we would have lost Tristan by now? And I'm like, yeah, like like when we started, like he would have been, nope, I'm out. So, or terrified. But so we, and then we would come, we came back in the afternoon and then we would pick Tristan up and we would hit, there was like three little breweries, three mm-hmm. or four little craft breweries. And we know, you know, we love them. So we went to these little craft breweries and we, we did have some great beer. We met some great people and it was really fun. And yeah, it was it, a lot of fun. It's a great place. Like, yeah, we loved yeah, it up there. We'll be going back for sure. So then, you know, we're finally managing our days and we're like, all right, so finally the weekend has come and we're still in the mountains for the rest of the weekend. We weren't coming home until Monday. And let's say, so I got it by Thursday afternoon. I did everything I needed to do yeah. so that I was going to have... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, no work. Right. So you had that was going to be my vacation. I was going to cram it all into three days (laughs) because we were going to drive back on Monday. On Monday, right? Yeah, we had full day Sunday, so that we did. Yeah, we'd made dinner plans for Sunday night. We decided that the weather was going to be okay, and there's actually a clothing Mm -hmm. optional resort that caters to some lifestyle Mm -hmm. folks. um, That we think is this maybe a sister resort or knows something with the. Paradise Lakes down here in, in um, Florida. This place is called Paradise Valley. We'd heard about it. We called. We found out all the details. And we're like, this is awesome. We're going to go and spend the entire day mm-hmm. at the nudist resort, at the clothing optional resort, and then stay for the nightclub stuff. And then we knew we'd have to drive home late at night in the mountains, so we weren't going to get tanked. But we were super excited to I try. Was. Yes, because <laughs> you didn't have to drive. <laughs> I was not going to get tanked. And it was about a two-hour trip, right. hour and a half, two hours away. But we were like, look, we're this close. It's closer than 10 hours where we are. And so we were like, yep, we had planned the whole day. And we're like, okay, so we'll leave the cabin on around 11. We'll get there around 1, spend 12 hours there. And then we can report back to you guys about this other new awesome mm-hmm. lifestyle clothing optional resort. That was the plan. That was the plan. So we were drinking our coffee. We had come back into the cabin to get changed, to get ready to go. We were actually, like, literally on our way out the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to do our clothes. Yeah, we are just, like, throwing our stuff in mm-hmm. bags because we were like, oh, well, Crimson and I it were like... It was 10 o'clock. Yeah, we're, like, p- putting out what we're going to take to change into club wear. And I get a phone call, and it's my sister. And she is hysterically crying, sobbing, out of control. Bottom line is, my mom, who had had knee surgery, fell and busted open her brand new knee, so much so that she had to be taken to the trauma center, and they didn't know if they were going to be doing surgery on Friday or Saturday. 
But, like, they, but they knew that they were doing surgery. They said this, yeah, there's basically, yeah. Yeah, they could see bone. Yeah. And at that point, I thought that meant bone was sticking out of her skin. What happened was she actually, not to be totally gross, but she split open the incision so far. It was so bad that you could see the bone inside of her leg is how bad it was. And she ended up shattering her patella and she tore her tendon. So we were literally, thank God, again, we, yeah, we had not left, left yet. Yeah. Because we would have had to turn around and do whatever. So in true fashion, you know, I was, I knew I had to come back to Tampa and I said, look, you guys take me into town, we'll rent a car and I'll drive back to Tampa and you guys have the rest of your days and then, you know, come home. And everybody talked and said, well, while that seems like that would be nice, no, that's not going to work for us. You know, we're, we're a team. We're a team. We're, this is how we do it. And I was like, no, okay, well then how about somebody drive me to Atlanta <laughs> And I can fly from Atlanta to Tampa. And then then you guys just come back. And again, everybody talked about it. And the answer was no. We're we're doing this together. And and it was awful. And it was terrible. But honestly, there wasn't a lot of discussion. We just, you know, we just knew that we were all going to be together. And yeah, and you did offer those options up to us. And we're like, no. And we just kept kept packing. (laughs) Because we all knew what the right thing to do was. And the right thing to do was to pack up the cabin and go straight home. And which is what we all did. And yeah. so while you did offer those options up for the three, the other, the remainder of us, we knew that that wasn't an option. We, we all needed to be together and get, and just get us all back. Well, and I, of course, appreciate that and hated to be the one that made that happen. But, you know, we'd even talked about it when Phoenix wasn't feeling well, the same thing came up. Do we just pack it in and turn around? What do you want to do? You know, and it was like, because it wasn't this one person is down, the three of us will go and, you know, have fun and he can just sleep it off. It was like, no, we're a team. This is mm-hmm. a family. What do we do? <laughs> and, and actually where we landed on that, it was, well, if he has COVID, we have COVID. So <laughs> let's just all fucking hang out here, right. ride it out together. Yeah, which we did because until we found out for sure his wasn't COVID, which was mm-hmm. when we got the call back. That which the was other, on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah that we, we did. We stuck close to the cabin. We mm-hmm. went to the um, couple little breweries, but we made sure we sat outside mm-hmm. and we made sure we were away from other people. So, yeah, so that was really, that was what happened. And again, saving grace. Thank God I was not in New Orleans yeah. when that happened because getting back, driving back from Georgia is a lot, was a, probably a lot easier than trying to get back from New Orleans, either having to fly notice, yeah. or drive. Yeah. And for us, it's a 12 or 14 hour drive. And I, if I would have had to rent a car, I mean, it just, my mind just started spinning like, holy shit, like, thank God I'm not there to have this happen and would have missed all of our classes anyways, because we weren't supposed to, we were supposed to start teaching on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I would have missed them anyways. You guys would have stayed. I mean, it just would have been terrible. And, and of course, Phoenix feeling like shit and quarantined probably in one of our rooms right. <laughs> because yeah. he felt like shit. So all of those terrible things that happened we're all kind of like, thank goodness, the blessing in disguise was that we ended up not going to New Orleans because between your work, him getting sick and my mother falling, it was just like just a yeah. comedy of horrors, actually, you know, not even comedy of errors. But that's really what happened with us. So that was our trip to Naughty. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did yeah. not fuck one person that I didn't know. <laughs> that you didn't know, let's yeah. be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Right. That's what I'm saying. That I didn't 
no, I did not fuck one new person. Me neither, yeah, dear. Yeah, I know, I know. But we did. We made we made our lemons out of lemonade, and then kept getting shit thrown at us, and we just kept rolling with it. And that's you know we talk about it. We're we're great friends, and the four of us make a great team. And we pulled together, and we band together, and, and support each other. And it was it was such a fucking shitty situation. But every time I don't know if anybody jinxed it and said can't get worse than this. <laughs> No, no, we know better. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and if we didn't, then we certainly do yeah, now. That's true. Yeah. But that's what happened. So that yeah. was our trip to Nadia, New Orleans. And my mother did have emergency surgery. I did make it back in time. We made it back Friday night. My mother had emergency surgery at 730 in the morning on Saturday. And she is now in an inpatient rehab facility because she is in really bad shape. But she's at least moving around and walking. And they're going to be able to take care of her much better. So hopefully she'll get stronger and better than she was before the surgery. But she's really fucked herself up, and she's mm. probably got six to eight weeks in a facility. I just so. had a flash of stronger, better, faster. Yeah. You think she's going to be the $6 million man when she gets out? Well, the $6 million mother-in-law. <laughs> you wish. I do wish. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that would be great. Because <laughs> that means I'd be the $6 million dollar daughter yeah wife i don't know whatever you're just my smoking hot wife yeah that's all that counts <laughs> 10 million dollars that's right there's no price tag for you oh, babe thanks honey <laughs> so that's our very incredibly sorry for derailing us i know that was our shitty shitty time on uh, on our trip to nadia new orleans so that also lets you know a little bit why i've been very minimally posting on social media um, been spending my entire life trying to coordinate all the stuff with my mother's care, take care of her. Thank goodness she's close by and I can go visit her, but it still takes, it's three to four hours out of my day every day that I go over At there. At least, yeah. Yeah, and getting her settled in. So hopefully we'll start to get into a routine this coming week. But again, I feel better that she is where she is because she's hopefully will be stronger, stronger, better, faster. Mm -hmm. So Cybernetic mother-in-law. Right, right. So then in the meantime... COVID keeps raging. Yeah. And yeah. And so it's interesting because I think in a, maybe two or three of our past episodes, I have said things like, you know, well, now that COVID's over or us emerging from COVID, well, guess what? I was wrong. It's not over. And so we are reevaluating. We're pulling back. We're going back into our, let's wait and see because right. we're not comfortable with where we are. And for me personally, mm -hmm. uh, because yeah, with of your my contact mom. with your mother, yeah. yeah because who was also and, vaccinated, but yes. compromised. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I know for me, so when all this started kicking in, of course, Phoenix still feeling physically awful. So he's not interested in playing. And I'm like, I'm not in a mental space to even think about getting my sexy on because my life is upside down. And the fact that I can't risk exposing not only my mom, but everybody in the rehab facility. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, I yeah, wear you're my there mask. every day. I yeah. know, but I wear my mask all the time. Every every instant that I'm in there, and everybody else is wearing their masks. But still, I don't want to be the person who ends up accidentally being contagious and, and spreading. Right. Yeah, and that's one of our concerns is asymptomatic transmission. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's huge for me. Yeah, yeah it's I just have, something that we we absolutely can't ignore. Right, and again with a high risk sister also who is not healthy. So yeah, so we decided again, the four of us decided to kind of withdraw back into our quarantine mm -hmm. days. We pulled into a bubble before it even became a thing, yeah. A thing about people pulling into a bubble. So that's what we've done. Yeah. And that's hard because we had as our after party listeners know, we had gone full bore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were right back to where we were right. and incredibly busy. Our calendars were packed. Mm -hmm. 
and we were having a lot of fun, a lot of sex. But you know what? Just for us, that's not right. Right. Right now. Yeah. We need to put our higher responsibilities ahead of, of that and subordinate that to what for us is right. Right. Which means that we need to pull back, and we are. And again, that's for us. And we just wanted to share with you, our listeners, about what's going on with us and where we are in our heads. We're still, like I said, we're still going to do our, our podcast stories, which don't have anything to do with what's going on now, because we'll catch up with those in about mm-hmm. a year. But we wanted you guys to know, because this is life right now. This is happening right this minute. And yeah. instead of going to a house party this weekend or last weekend. And actually, we turned two down last two, weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we actually have canceled. A, we were going to go on another trip in September. And we decided yeah, we're not, not to do on. that. Still holding out hopes for October. Yeah. But honestly, all of the amazing lifestyle, sex, and people is not worth getting sick for us. We don't disagree with anybody else's choices, with their decisions, people to play, not play, whatever you want to do. Everybody do you. We advocated that from day one in our lifestyle choices and our love choices and everything. Everybody, you do you. And we don't judge for that. But for us, the decision is to to reel it back in yeah for right now for us that is the decision yeah and it's the right decision for us (sighs) so that's where we are Mm -hmm. dear friends (laughs) please follow us on instagram and tell us that uh you still love us (laughs) 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 i promise i'll start posting more stuff i've just been so overwhelmed but it's okay you have been overwhelmed yeah this is just life this is life and life is fine and it is just life and this is what happens when you have elder parents and responsibilities change and there's a whole another chapter starting but mm-hmm. i don't try to think of it i just take it organically every day as it comes so we're gonna shift gears again and uh crimson and i are already like all right what vacations can we plan together <laughs> and like let's do something for ourselves we're doing that all this past year basically once a month we rented some place and went someplace different we went to the nude beach maybe we'll have to look at a couple new places like that yeah where we can still be safe and relatively quarantined yeah. from folks. Eating outdoors, we tend to stay at places wherever they can have outdoor food or outdoor beer, outdoor bars, and that works for us. But we did spend 27 years together before doing all of this. That's true. <laughs> so we, we can do it. We spent most of those weekends sitting on a sofa watching, watching sports. sports. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And by the way, college football starts again in like two weeks. I can't even believe that. I know. Yay, because now we'll have something to look Do, forward uh, right? to. Right. <laughs> and regular football. Well. Yep. And yeah. the baseball season will be winding down and then hockey starts up. See, yeah. woo hoo. Yeah, all, all those kinds, great yeah. sports going in. NASCAR's in full swing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I, don't, I haven't watched one race. Um, but, anyways. So there we are. Yep. There we are. Yeah. So no other super fun stories to share, but we did want to just kind of at least release this, bring you up to speed, up to date. Actually, episode 22 will be coming out, uh, should be mid end of next week. And we'll pick up our hot stories because that was after the making of a hot wife. So the hot wife then. Have I mentioned it just gets better? I think I I say that every episode. Well, it just gets better. (laughs) I know. I was listening to all the audio for it. And I'm like, and we we talk about, okay, well, we have some, a date lined up like literally every single day in this one particular week that we're talking except for one. And then we met this guy and we're like, well, let's load him up on that day. Let's plug him in there. Yeah. Yeah. This is when we were not up for Parent of the Year Award mm-hmm. because we had sex dates seven days out of seven days. Yep. 
So yeah, so that story's coming up. Yeah, that's next. all coming. Yeah, that's all coming next week. So um, you'll start to hear about some of the our new friends that we made because that was we were meeting a lot of. Um, like I said, I got back from Virginia. My hot wife was on. I started making arrangements, meeting people. Tristan was invited for the majority of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but we really, our social calendar skyrocketed at that point in time. That's when I took everything over on my side. You still looked for folks and couples right. and things right. like that, but I started. I was the first level of the sieve. Yeah. And then I would yeah. point people out Although to you. sometimes and- I would just get on SLS or SDC and just search through and look for a lovely single man that might interest me or couple. So we did. We we spent a lot of times those next couple of months going out on meet and greets and meeting a lot of amazing people. Mm-hmm. So we've got some fun stories coming <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> As I was listening to them the other day, the beginning stories. Right. And there's a first in there too. I'll have to, I'm not going to, I don't think I'll spoil it yet, but there's a first, something that had never happened before. I don't think. I think, you should, I think you should, I think you should totally just dangle that out there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, there was something that happened. Oh, there's a couple of them that are still coming, but mm-hmm. the, in this one that we're getting ready to push out the next episode 22, there's a, there's a, we never did that before, but there's a, quite a few of those coming yeah, more <laughs> down coming. the line, but this was another one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for us, everybody. Thanks for listening and do reach out and say, Hey, and do know that we haven't forgotten about you. We're still here and we'll be putting out our next episode soon which now i guess will have to be episode 23 because right apple makes you number your episodes so that will be episode 23 and we will talk to you soon with some incredibly fucking hot sexy stories because that's what's next absolutely right right so take care everybody we'll see you in a week take we'll care everybody in a week. yeah <laughs> good night bye love this episode of the accidental swingers pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show and while you're there you can leave us a review You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.